bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. All right, we can do this, right? Live on the air everywhere. It's the Modern Eater Show from Studio Kitchen, Colorado on the first show of August, Brian. Oh, what a warm August. All of a sudden, finally, the sun has come you out. You love to go to weather. I do, Everybody man. knows what the weather is. Out no, there. no, no, no. I rode, I rode several miles today in the weather, and it was awesome. We're in Nuts. Colorado. Yeah, it was... Well, here's what always is crazy. Here's why I'm always into the weather and why Greg talks about it is because... Because nobody cares about the weather. Uh, well, if you're a farmer, man, and you you care about where your food comes from, you, you care TV about the weather, man. The radio. No, someone like Weather Underground is your best friend. If you're in my industry, you got trucks on the road, you got farmers harvesting. There's all kinds all, all of All I'm saying is yeah. most people aren't tuned into this show for the weather. No. They're, they're food, tuned in for local food and beverage. Yeah, let's talk about local food and beverage. Wait, can we go back to the weather really quick? It's <laughs> awful. But I don't disagree with you. Like the harvest season, although it's a couple of weeks late, which just means it's going to last a little bit longer. Uh, yeah. So that actually makes me happy. That's uh, the beautiful dulcet tones right there. Lori Midson. Welcome Hello. to the first time in the kitchen. Hi. What a show we have tonight, Lori. Um, <laughs> those of you that don't know Lori, and I think you probably do, if you if you listen to weather, maybe not. But if you have anything to do with food and beverage in Colorado, there's a good chance you've heard Lori Midson. And uh, Lori, uh, again, first time here in the kitchen. And what's cool, Brian, Lori and I have been friends for uh, quite some time. A little while. A, a little while. And she's one of those people to where, you know, friends, you, I don't talk to anybody really in my personal life. And so here it is. We come to the studio and I said, Lori, I want to catch up with you. She's like, this isn't the time and the place to catch up. You know, I'm going to set aside. This isn't about me tonight. I said, I know it, Lori, but you got to come in because I need to catch up with you and you'd offer so much to the show. And I just can't thank you enough, Lori, for being here with us. As I share this post to my personal Facebook live on Facebook too, Lori, did you know that? I'm I'm really happy. I'm I'm drinking a old Little fashioned. Two ninety one. Right Although whiskey there. this thing is the the, the, the mouthpiece is in the way, so I actually. <laughs> 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 I know live radio, no yeah, man. There we go. Well, but I'm excited to ask her a ton of questions because she's had an incredible career of what she's done. She's talked to let's many set up chefs. The show yep, first. let's do it. All right, Lori's here with us. Oh, God, you're going to pop me with questions? We just got started. I know. <laughs> Seriously, I know. can we, I finish my cocktail? We move fast around here. Do you like ice cream? Uh, yeah, I do. And yeah. and the weather, which you were referring to earlier, absolutely calls for, for ice cream. cream. You guys yes. are gonna, Except for it just smells. Yeah, You're exactly. going to get me with smells. that weather. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, Basha Cohen's here from Little Man Ice Cream and their new project they're doing in the Sloan's Lake area uh, on Colfax Avenue. is. Uh, Jay and I went to see this this past week. I encouraged you, Lori. You said, oh, I got a lot of stuff going on. But yet. I think, you know, you might go after this to see the new spot but jay it was fun brian i wish you were there but this facility was so off the hook cool and we've got some b-roll we'll show you and that's another reason why we encourage you to tune into our facebook page because you're seeing everything live here and they're going to put together a 
banana split. Ooh. Like from is that just for me? Size, like a yeah, super for multiple one. people. Oh, so we can all share. <laughs> so we can all share. All right. So that's, that's the way to do it, like a banana boat. Like a banana boat. Split. Yeah. This one's not going to take off quick because a lot of people are going to be there with it. Uh, check it in by phone because Tuesday night it's the reason for the season, and we do the summer dinner series here. So Lori. Just yes. so you know, and this goes with the weather. Starting in the the summer <laughs> equinox, the we took off yep. and we went on a road trip to source a bunch of great ingredients here in Colorado. And when we went on this road trip, we got to meet a lot of new farmers, ranchers, brewers, distillers. We just went out and sourced the best products. We bring them back for eight weeks in a row, the Summer Dinner Series. Chef Brother Luck is our week six chef, so we're six I, weeks I want to know why I wasn't invited to go on that road trip. Really? You, yeah. you would do that? I, you oh, would my do God, it? are you kidding me? You know it's just <laughs> the three written, of us right here. I would have written the back of the pickup. Lori. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I know we just technically I would have supplied met. beer. However, you would be, just be very careful about what you say about <laughs> what I wanting to attend the, the road trip because we'll bring you next year, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of things happening on that. I would really like a female in the car with us because I think it would it would help Greg keep you like a lot. It would help there. Greg a lot. It would just soften the atmosphere. <laughs> it would, yes, it would it would it would help us all more. More, more like, people to talk to about the weather. More people to <laughs> show I, the I rising know. all the rising water Change around the, the state. Conversation. So at uh, 6:45, our in the kitchen segment via telephone because he'll be here Tuesday night. He'll be in his kitchen at four by Brother Luck. Brother Luck's gonna join us. No lux allowed. Sold out dinner. I actually, I, I do a lot of food writing for Visit Denver. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Top Chef was being filmed here, I actually loved writing about him because there were so many ways with puns for his last name, oh, yeah. Luck. You, well, Dude's run out of luck. Oh, my God, look, his luck just went up. Yeah. And one of the things that he uses, and I stole it Lucky from duck. him f- for his dinner, is uh, no lux given. Because he, he doesn't give a luck yeah, at all. I know. He was amazing on Top Chef. Oh, God. I was He's, rooting for yeah. him. I'm super, super, I was super rooting for Carrie, too. Yeah. Um, but that last but what, way, to re- way to yeah. represent, right? He owned it. He yeah, did. Yeah, he did. 7 he o'clock, did. checking in will be Chris Johnson from Rome Sausage. We always like to take local ingredients and pair them up with local chefs. And uh, none better because we have Chef Dan Witherspoon in the house, and he's got a book. Did you know he this does. story? He does. Actually, that's sort. That's why I'm here for the most part. I he's know. got a great story, yeah, though, as well. he does. He has he, a he phenomenal really backstory. So it's yeah. called Mix, Match, Make, Take, yeah. High Energy Food for High Energy People. Say that people. five times fast. <laughs> I know, right? Mix, and, and Match, Make, Take. Take, which is very high energy food for wait high until energy you hear people. and you you know I don't have to say to you wait but our audience wait till you hear his philosophy in cooking yeah and being kind Absolutely. of your own personal chef and how you can mix match make and take right Anything so it's all about sort of cooking one meal and but that lasts for two three days just by adding substituting Perfect. integrating yeah. one or two different ingredients and he's hard at work right now yep. I'm a yeah, huge fan shopping, by the way of that he's chopping onions. Actually, he's got, got a little a fennel, fennel there. <laughs> he's got, he's, he's doing his fennel. Doing yeah, a little he is fennel doing there. fennel. Yep. That's all on our Facebook. Yep. Perfect dice too. And if that's not enough, there's more. There's more. There's, there's more. always more. And Raquel Serber, a chef from 
Alita. She's starting a new business. We are always a big advocate for people that want to take that leap, start their business. She wants to do some catering. And uh, right, right now working at the Juniper Pig, which is a great butcher shop in the Stanley Marketplace. And if you haven't been to the Juniper Pig, I'd say uh, if you like that old school kind of butcher shop surrounding, Juniper Pig, that'll scratch that butcher shop itch. As, as I have one <laughs> right there. And then... Get your pig! Yeah. Not but not, uh, last but not least, and this is a cool one, because uh, I love these two guys, Michael Myers and Philip Raleigh from Distillery 291 in Colorado Springs. So you kind of see a Colorado Springs theme tonight? Yes, I do. Around Brother Luck. So they'll be pouring delicious spirits and tasty drinks on Tuesday night. We are I was just going to ask. Yeah. Spirits you have an old right fashioned? Now. I do have an old fashioned, and I have a huge collection of their whiskey at home. Do you really? Oh, yeah. I can never get it I, to my stay house, around it, that long. I mean, if you walked in, you'd sort of, it's like an alcohol museum. I want to. my house is. I, I do. I need to. I, I need. I, yeah. I need to have a party. I All do. right. So Lori, for yes. those folks that don't know you, what have you been up to, and what? So first of all, let's take just one minute of a Lori biography. Go back a little. Why don't yeah, you give it, Greg? You should give it. Give an introduction yeah, to her would, that's proper, I, I, man. I, I, I wouldn't do a great introduction because. Oh, I have and, such and a long and storied career, right? No, I um, I'm a food journalist and a travel journalist. I was the food editor of Westward for six years, the food editor of Zagat for 20. I did the Zagat Denver blog and I did all the Zagat survey books as well. Uh, I was a restaurant critic at 5280. That's sort of how my career started. Before everybody was a restaurant critic. Yeah, before everybody was a restaurant critic. Um, I took a year off because of a medical issue. Uh And I'm just sort of getting back into it a little bit. Glad to see you healthy. Thank you. Very nice. Yeah, you look great. I would never notice any kind. And so now I, I do all the food writing, restaurant writing for Visit Denver. I write about food and travel for Google. And I write about food for Avid Lifestyle Magazine, which is a magazine in the south suburbs. It's a sister mag to Colorado Avid Golfer, which I used to be the restaurant critic for as well. Um, I was a restaurant critic for the Rocky Mountain News, and I actually do some PR on the side. And actually, that's why I'm here today. It's not because of me, but I actually, the agency for whom I work, Capital City Public Relations, Uh represents Chef Dan Witherspoon of the Season Chef Cooking School. Capital City. Yep, (laughs) Capital City. And he just released a great new cookbook, and he's actually cooking as we speak. I know. We're going to look forward to that. You do so well. But here's the thing, and what I'll say, and then we'll break off. And I know a lot of people don't like you to talk about them, but you talk about some people that have it, some people that don't. Some there's just that intangible. Lori's had that intangible thing throughout the years that's inspirational, and whether it's through her reading, uh, through the lens of a consumer, and you 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 know you you read her words and either go somewhere and, and or not or or just be involved in that food community, but she also inspired a lot of folks like myself that wanted to find their way in the food industry, whether it be a writer or talk about it, that you really had a lot of inspiration going around you through multifaceted things, and I I find that fascinating about you is just that inspirational aspect. I think you're just saying I'm old. I've been around a long time that I'm a fossil. I I really think that's like the underlying element of what you're saying. I I think it's a really No, it's it's really nice to hear, and I I, I hear that a lot, especially from, from younger writers. Um, you know, that, that I did. I sort of kind of jump-started, uh, you know, 
I was writing about, I've been writing about food, especially the Denver food scene, for almost 30 years, which is a long time. Long time. What got you um, into it originally? What made, what, where was that passion came from? You know, from? that's all I've, I mean, all I've ever done is write. I ha have a master's in journalism, and when I was growing up, I think I probably learned how to cook truly before I learned how to walk. My mother cooked all the time, and she was, you know, you hear this a lot, but she was absolutely my inspiration. Um, and she's just a phenomenal cook. And I was that, you know, I was that little kid that was on the step stool, and I was watching, and I was stirring, and I was baking cookies, and I was breaking eggs. And <laughs> I think <laughs> and that's really eggs. truly where your passion shines from. Sure, is just that finding a passion. Yeah, and I just, you, you know, I I am fascinated by by different cultures, especially food cultures, um, which is one reason why I love the food scene in Denver. I think that there's a really great international food scene here that we don't see in a lot of cities of similar size. And that's kind of my niche, and that's where I started. When I first started doing restaurant criticism for 5280, that was kind of my beat, is finding all those little off-the-path, under-the-radar international restaurants that nobody was going to and nobody had ever heard of. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I got started. And I still, I still love doing that. That's my passion. It's just finding those little undiscovered places that no one's heard about. I'm going to make her stick around for as long as she promised till 7, but I'm going to see okay. what we can do. I think she's settling in nicely. <laughs> where would you grow up, though? I'm curious. Where are I you from? I, so I'm born and raised in Denver. I've lived all over the world. Lived in England for a while, um, California, Chicago, some really great food cities. Um, you know, and, and my family's here and all the rest of it, so... I've been back and moved back from Chicago probably Natural 25 fit. years ago. Wow. You know, and just seeing how Denver has grown has been just so eye-opening. It really has. That has to be unique, though, for a writer, Lori, in it town does, especially here. somebody who started 30 yep. years ago and has really seen the progression of how the Denver dining climate has yeah. changed and in 30 years. And social media does a lot to and, that, too, which uh, some yeah. people say, Lori, stay off social media sometimes. That's a whole nother <laughs> I don't show do a lot of social itself. media. Yeah, but when you do, you go in with a punch. Yeah, I, I get one post in a year, uh, and boy, did that blow up. That was good stuff Oops. right there. I loved it. All right, we do need to take a break. We're a little bit behind, but I'll tell you what. She's the girl that has the curls that all of the girls and guys <laughs> want. Uh, it's Lori Midson. She's our friend and yours. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to start Thank making you. ice cream. Why not? Basha Cohen up next right here on the Modern Eater Show. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search the Modern Eater or check out the website themoderneater.com Deal with Belgian beers. Why are they so popular? Well, for starters, Belgium is a country the size of Maryland that produces more than 800 different beers, the greatest number of original beer styles on the planet. And they are amazing. At Bruce Beers, badass Belgian-style beers are our thing, and we do them like no one else. All the classics, like doubles, triples, quads, and wit beers, plus our own Belgian-inspired creations. Sour beers, fruit beers, and wood-aged beers. Bruce Beers is at 67th and Pecos in Midtown. We have food trucks daily or bring in whatever you like, including your dog, who is always welcome inside or outside on our large patio. Check us out on social media or on our website at brewsbeers.com. That's Bruce Beers, B-R-U-Z, at 1675 West 67th Avenue, just 10 minutes north of downtown. The place to go for badass Belgian-style beers. 
Hey, it's Greg Holland back. Anymore these days, when I go out to eat, I not only want to eat delicious food and drinks, but I also want to eat where I know my money is going to a local restaurant that I believe in. I believe in The Goods Restaurant on Colfax and Mark Whistler. The Goods is a community restaurant and bar with a menu focusing on vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and keto options. Comfort food lovers, try the best burger on planet Earth. I love it. Eight ounces of grass-fed beef and never, ever any hormones antibiotics or steroids the goods is truly a cultural melting pot a family restaurant open to all their bar program is amazing saddle up at their long luxurious bar have a nice craft beer or a cocktail like their facebook page and stay up on amazing events and specials going on throughout the week located on east colfax directly connected to the tattered cover bookstore across from east high school with free parking and a garage in back look them up online thegoodsrestaurant.com I'll see you at the goods. Hey, Colorado. This is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose The Spice Guy for all your spice needs the spice guy spicy born in breck raised in denver the spice guy co.com hey guys it's carly smith the fairy godmother here don't get too excited <laughs> live from studio kitchen colorado i love your guts you're listening to the modern eater show on iHeartRadio. let's go make some bone broth why not or ice cream yes <laughs> let's put some ice cream on throw a headset on remind me her name basha Alana. 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 Throw a headset on, Alana, so we can hear everybody. Everybody's engaged in the conversation. Lori Mitson continues with us, and Basha Cohen, Little Man Ice Cream, and, and many others. We were talking about branding. And uh, Basha, first of all, welcome to the kitchen, Studio Kitchen Colorado, first time. Thank you. It is incredible here. I Kinda love cool, it. cool, fun. <laughs> it's totally cool. As it develops. Um, so, Basha, here we are. We're at the new facility, Little Man. It's your production facility. Correct. Right? And I am a fan of brands. You guys, if you're a fan of brands, put your hand up. Good brands, good Woo! solid brands, good you brands. know, that take a while to build and have a good story. And, and you, you're just, you're entrenched into the brand, you know. It's like Kleenex. You know, Little Man to me, it's ice cream. Okay. You know what I mean? I follow you now. And and so <laughs> with this brand, you walk in. Don't let me describe it. First of all, your new pr- production facility. Kind of describe it. And I think Jay has some B-roll we'll play on the Facebook page as well. Well, we just opened up our Little Man Ice Cream Factory um, about a month ago. And it has started one year ago as our production facility. We were making ice cream in a little teeny tiny granny kitchen over on Tejon Street. Now we can produce 7,000 gallons a week in this new facility that 
basically satisfy between 60 and 70 of our new wholesale clients as well as our own um, growth as a brand. Congratulations, that's huge. I can start eating ice cream again. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We got ice cream for you, for sure. But uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful shop. Not only now do we have our back of house, which is our spin space where we make the ice cream and a bakery where all of the baked goods that go into it and daily factory specials, but now we also have opened up the front of house, which is called the Flight Deck. And we basically deliver um, ice cream from the spin space on a, uh, on a um, conveyor, belt. conveyor belt. Thank you very much, Alana. Um, that was repurposed from an old dry cleaner. So it very much looks like an old factory with a lot of um, things that are built on the round in order to kind of create the inner workings of what an ice cream uh, churn looks like. An ice cream movie needs to be made in there. Oh, yeah. Immediately. I think you're right. Let's do it. so cool. Lori, I can't wait to get your feedback when you go in there. I'm just, like, eyeballing the ice cream that's (laughs) next to me. You should see all the flavors and all the toppings. What are we going to make? We are going to make a super-duper Big Man Scooper. Uh, This is a Sunday that's exclusive to the factory location at West Colfax and Tennyson. Now, Um, if you're watching this, you can go get it. Right? Oh, right? I mean, this is on the menu. It's on the wall. You can go get it. So that I was just going to ask, Pasha, your new location is retail and manufacturing, right? Correct. So, Correct. And that's your third location, right? Because you have... Actually, our fifth. Fifth. And we will be opening our sixth very soon in Park Hill. So... Congratulations. We, wow. Yeah, we are really, really excited. We made a very conscientious decision about three or four years ago when we knew that we wanted to expand Little Man Ice Cream. He said, should we just take the can and replicate that across America or across Colorado? Or do we really want to not be known as the golden arches of ice cream and really create independent shops with their own attitude and positioning within each neighborhood? And that's the path that we chose. And now it's kind of an interesting intersection between understanding that it's all part of the little man company, but each shop has its own independent view. So... Sweet Cooey's in Congress Park. Hey, hold on. Yeah. Let's let's test Lori. Lori, okay. do you know right. any of them? The other I, ones besides honestly, Little Man. I completely tuned you out because oh. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm fixated. <laughs> honestly. I love how she's so real. Can you name, Truly, that. I'm fixated. Can you name any of the other Little Man projects? I mean, maybe uh, Yeah, not. there's one in Stapleton. Uh-huh. Um, there's the original one, obviously, that's yep. in Low High. Yeah. Um, and obviously the new one that she was talking about that Sweet I have Cooey. not been to yet. Sweet yep. Cooey is absolutely brilliant. It's beautiful, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it so is we're missing absolutely one, beautiful. What's the other here, one? Here, here's your passport to happiness. Oh, so we just oh. started this wonderful campaign where you can get a passport at any one of our shops. And you get if you get four out of five stamps between now and Labor Day, you basically get a chance to win ice cream, free ice cream for a year. We'll <gasps> be doing that at all five nice. locations. So, well, we're, and you get a buy one, get one free when you, uh, after you get your first stamp. So that's pretty cool. Does that come with the gym membership? Uh, it's it should. You right <laughs> in. And a personal trainer. <laughs> we believe in, uh, you know, healthy living and enjoying yourself as well. Well, your mind has to be healthy is what I would say. And ice cream really makes your mind healthy for me. I agree with you. <laughs> well, you know, hey, the okay. good point, too, because we were inside the uh, factory and you look around. And you can't help, number one, just transcending back to a kid. You know, you're, you're there. The nostalgia. But, yeah, wonderful. absolutely. But yeah. also, have but you ever seen somebody pissed off eating ice cream? 
No. <laughs> well, oh, yes. I have seen little yes. kids little kid. cry while they yeah, eat it. Yeah, absolutely. Especially <laughs> or when they drop it. And when they drop it, like when yeah. they get the cone, There's, and all of a sudden uh, it goes boom. And then there's like this huge whale. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And mom and dad has to run in and get another one. And if you're at Bonnie Bray ice cream, for example, you have to stand in line for half an hour. And the little kid is so pissed off. Yeah. Like my little kid was like that. He was. Oh, yeah. Uh, usually yeah. when they have the ice cream, they're just fine. They're calmed down at that point in time. So funny story. Great bribery. I, I want to tell a story about, uh, you know, when people actually, so I want to ask who orders this? And <laughs> and so I do want to, it's 630 on 630 KHOW, an iHeartRadio station, our flagship station. We're on Facebook Live as well. Check it out, the Modern Eater page. Uh, we've got Bashi Cohen here and Alana, is that correct? Yes. Assembling this delicious, uh, now, th- is this a banana split? I don't think it is. No, um, actually what we do, basically, when someone does order a Super Duper Big Man Scooper, the primary question is, do you have any allergies? And then we just kind of load it up with 10 different lar- uh, small size scoops of ice cream. Uh, I pretty much hand over the topping list to the guest and ask, which one of these do you want? Which one of these that you don't? Um, we also add extra bonus toppings that aren't available on normal Sundays. Like we have full-size lollipops, chocolate-dipped Pocky, uh, Pop and Boba Pearls. We have crushed pieces of uh, our house-made brownies and cookies that we sell at the bakery as well. Um, but, yeah, we just, like, load it up with whatever your heart desires. This so, Alana, if they say... My, I'm allergic to dairy. Do you say go home, or do you do you have something <laughs> hit the, hit the something rocks, for yeah. them well, too? <laughs> you're in luck because we actually always consider to carry um, two sorbets and two uh, dairy-free vegan option flavors as well. So awesome. Awesome. we have really thought about the entire market and want to make sure to accommodate anyone who wants to come in and enjoy a dessert. Yeah, well, tell the story awesome, about the guy who it, came in. To wait, get hold this on. The other That's day. the great break point. <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> We got to teach that. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the uh, factory, the production facility, and all that they have to offer. And also, um, this story is so much fun, Brian. But here's the thing. Ice cream before dinner? Tonight. Yes. Every night. Tonight. I think it should happen. And it, it, here's the thing about ice cream. It's going to melt, so you have to eat it yeah. quickly. <laughs> so we're going to bust out, I don't know, 20 spoons. There's probably 20, That's 25 people in here. <laughs> we'll get them around the table during the break, and we're just going to destroy this huge Sunday right here and eat it like it's supposed to be eaten. Fast. Did a nice furious. Job. <laughs> and uh, we'll come back and tell this story and talk about Little Man some more. Uh, Dan Witherspoon, top of the hour, Chef Dan Witherspoon. We're going to talk about his cookbook and uh, Distillery 291 here as well. So we've got a great uh, rest of the show for you. So we'll be back in a flash right here at Studio Kitchen, Colorado. You are listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. It's your pizza guy here, Jason McGovern, with Crush Pizza and Tap right here in Denver, Colorado. With your help, let's make pizza great again. Come into Crush Pizza and Tap for our award-winning pizza, wings, and local beer. But we're serving up three styles of pizza for you to crush. Dig into our Chicago deep dish with sauce on top of the cornmeal crust. And don't forget about our Sicilian, that's right, with cheesy crisp edges and that soft, soft crust. Don't forget about America's pizza. How could you do that? Crush Pizza and Taps hand-tossed pizza will take your taste buds back, back, back to that neighborhood pizzeria you loved as a kid. You like deals? 
Come in and mention The Modern Eater and get a buy one, get one free on our hand-tossed pizzas any day of the week. Man, that's good. Lastly, don't forget to crush our award-winning smoked wings. They're a little rich approved and loved by everyone. Crush Pizza and Taps conveniently located at 1200 West 38th Avenue, just minutes from downtown. Come and crush pizza with us. We've been making pizza great again since 2012. It's Crush Pizza and Tap. Colleen Ferreira here with the Colorado Chefs Association. You've probably heard the excitement. This year we are creating a stir in the culinary community. This is your personal invitation to join us on our constant culinary adventure. Let us open up our network to you and help you grow professionally. Whether you are a chef, purveyor, brewer, baker, we are here to build your brand, your business, and connect you with Colorado's culinary community. Join us. I'd love to hear from you. Email me, Colleen, at acfcoloradochefs.org. Want to bake the best? Bake with the best. Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas and the Modern Eater. Our wraps fold cold and don't break open, yet they're soft and delicious. What's my secret? Ardent Mills. Organic, ancient, and heirloom grains like quinoa, spelt, and more. Locally headquartered in Denver, Colorado, Ardent Mills provides the industry's broadest range of traditional and organic flours, whole grains, customized blends, and specialty products dedicated to providing the culinary industry with the next grains and unique plant-based ingredients. I love Ardent Mills, and I know you will too. To bake the best, you must use the best. Learn more at ardentmills.com. Okay, back to uh, Studio Kitchen and Little Man Ice Cream. Momentarily, everybody's digging into this delicious. Gosh, I love it, man. Oh, I love to see this. Brian, what's the temperature out right now? Um, I'm going to say, you know, probably, what, about 84 degrees down here in Denver? Not enough to enjoy some delicious ice cream. Okay, Aspen Baking Company. Here's the deal. Aspen Baking Company. Proud sponsor of the Modern Eater Show, but even more over, we're so proud to have them on the spo- as a sponsor because they're the best of the best. Now, Hollis Casey and uh, Cody Enlocateur, these gals are going to take care of you, whether it's on the bread side or the sandwich side, right? So they offer two different things, but I'd encourage you. If you, I always say a sandwich is only as good as its bread, Brian. And Aspen Baking Company, they're local. They bake delicious breads, artisans, uh, pastries, and their breads themselves. But uh, explore all of the options by going to aspenbaking.com. You can order direct. Here's the deal. They have delivery trucks, Brian, just like your growers. They're sending out all this bread. Because they deliver fresh bread every day. Every single day. And you can sign up. Just click on the Prospective Clients tab on their website and just fill out that form and you'll be locked and loaded to get that fresh delicious bit bread to your location a really cool aspect is their new order box lunches they've got the mount evans box they've got the maroon bells box they've got their grab and go boxes it includes a sandwich a wrap a salad your choice of sides includes uh, chips and pasta or a cookie you throw that in there but their grab and goes brewers a lot of brewers listen to this show your brewery needs to have food And this way, with inconsistent food trucks and those types of things, this is a no-brainer. I would hit them up at AspenBaking.com. Check out your options, and either Hollis or Cody Ann is going to get back to you. Again, so proud to have these guys on board. It's Aspen Baking. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Justin Brunson, Ultra Meat and Cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. (laughs) And you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Yeah, you are Jeff Brunson. He'll be wrapping up the summer dinner series on August 20th um, for Burning Down the House with Chef Justin Brunson. Can't wait to have him in here. Actually, there, there's a dinner left uh, 
No, get out of here. No, so what? so check it out. Next, or Brother Lux dinner, sold out. Sold out, yep. Right? A couple of weeks from now is going to be the ACF Colorado Chefs Association dinner. Um, that's getting close to being sold out. Oh, that's yeah, going to be seven chefs <coughs> cooking for 30 people in a chef's table it's experience. It's going to be so cool. Go get your tickets, summerdinnerseries.com. Also, the last dinner, <coughs> uh, the last dinner is going to be Chef Justin Brunson. There's five tickets left. Go grab yours. Summer dinner. Justin series. still has tickets left. That's amazing. It is amazing. But I think people, Denver's one of those towns. We're last minute, man. Last we minute, are last yeah. minute. All my, my ticket broker buddies say that, man. Oh, don't worry. Don't buy a ticket. I'll hook you up right the day before the show. Hey, did you notice nobody cares about the show anymore? They just care about this delicious This ice cream. Sunday. <laughs> Basha, Lonnie, you guys, I'm, truly, this, this is the real stuff right here. And ice cream, again, if you don't like ice cream, I don't trust you. I think some people just can't have ice cream, but they'll go with the coconut milk. What? What's like wrong that. with you? There's What's a, wrong with them? There's a brand out Figure there. Figure that out. So delicious. It has a coconut. I'll eat that. But I'll eat this first. Bashiko and Alana rejoining us on the show. This story. Jay, you got to get in on this story. Because you would be one of those guys that would feel guilty doing it. But um, first of all, would you order one of these to yourself? You think you could eat that whole thing, Jay? Uh, I could. Yes. 4 a.m. I have seen this, man. Yeah. You know. I mean, there, I couldn't do it out in public like this guy did, you know, unless I had a few libations, which obviously I'm not going to have. But I could do that at home. No problem. So this is like a Bigfoot sighting. If you're if you're not on our Facebook uh, on our Facebook, throw that on Lori. She's enjoying some. Uh, <laughs> She's like, no, I'm libations beer. I told you. It's in between me and the ice cream. She says. She's like, what? <laughs> I told you, settle right. in nicely, right, Lori? Feeling good? <laughs> All right. Um, I know. I just ghosted you though for the banana. Or everybody. The, the ice cream boat. So. Absolutely, everybody's <laughs> attention you can went understand. straight to the ice cream. I know. So this is like a Bigfoot sighting because I still don't believe it. It's like an. <laughs> It's an urban legend or something at this point, but legend has it. Yeah. There's a guy who walked into Little Man Ice Cream Factory. Take it from there. Well, um, to date, we've been open exactly four weeks from today, um, and so far we've only sold one or two super duper big man scoopers, but our first was actually just sold about a week or two ago on a Friday night. We had a guest come in about 10 minutes before close. And um, they didn't he, even get mad at that. First off, that's yeah. an anomaly he, in itself, <laughs> which I'm starting to think the story doesn't add up after all these. <laughs> we'll just go with it, though. But uh, this guy came in 10 minutes before close and he just said, I want the biggest Sunday that you offer. And we we're like, OK, it's $50. We load it up with whatever you want. What allergies do you have? And he was like. No allergies. I just don't want any of that vegan stuff. So as long as you don't give me that, <laughs> and you tone that good. down a little bit, but yeah. right, yeah, we're on the radio. We're on the radio. Um, but uh, yeah, he like we just handed him the topping list, scooped him up all of his ice cream, and not even five minutes after we closed, he had polished that thing off and ran out the door before I could get a picture with him. <laughs> how about but the fact that his girlfriend, she had to have her own. That's very he true. Share. He wouldn't share at all. He <laughs> said, everyone else in my group is getting their own ice cream. This whole Sunday is just for me. Okay, 10 minutes before close, one guy did it, no photos. Did it happen? Uh, <laughs> well, hey, listen, I think you live in Colorado and stuff like that. I think we have food hurricanes happen where people go in and devour everything in a restaurant. Yeah. I can see it. I have seen it. I've done that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, 
I, I mean, small, yeah. tidy menus, obviously. <laughs> yeah, a lot, not like yeah, multi-pagers. Yeah. Oh, in my but 20s, yeah. I would eat a pint Tacos? every night for right before bed. Oh, it was terrible. I, Ice cream, yeah, now, every night. Jay, pint. Can, can we make I'm 20 on, for a minute? Yeah, yeah, I'm on. Well, listen, I'll just get this out of the way. I'm on at least half a pint uh, every night. But here's the thing. I've had to move on to um, terrible ice the, the 300 calories per pint ice cream because of how much I consume. You know, it's like I would love to eat the little man, but, and no offense to little man, but there's probably more than three, you know, 300 calories per there's pint. There's a lot of air in that ice cream. So, so I, it, I mean, it tastes like sawdust, but I, you know, I, whatever. But that's where I'm at. But make fun of me. That's Well, the hard for. thing is, is you got to realize Jay does not like exercise. Jay thinks that exercise is something that the devil created. Wow. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, I don't, I, no, I don't think that exercise is something the devil created. Now, listen, exercise isn't for me in the traditional sense of like, I'm going here to lift weight. That's not who I am as, as a, just a soul, yeah. right? But, but exercise as far as doing this show and bartending and things like I enjoy that. Do but you like you walking not, around the lake? Do you take a nice slow walk around the lake in the if afternoon? If I can get something out of it. When was the last time you got on your bike and rode around the neighborhood? That's not his exercise. Uh, <laughs> Emptying trash. <laughs> Yeah, I like to get my exercise in the form of like of actually, and dare I say, oh, accomplishing I something. You know, it'd be like, you know, playing tennis. You know, I enjoy tennis, but I don't. But if I did enjoy <laughs> tennis, I would play tennis for the exercise and be like, oh, this is fun, and I get exercise. You know, but like to just go walk, like take a hike because it's exercise and you can see clouds. I'm not into that. No. But, and that's but fine. clouds. That's fine. But clouds. Uh, or the mountains. I've seen them before. Back to Basha. <laughs> Basha, let's get a couple minutes in on what's happening production-wise and what, what your offerings are at the factory. All right. Well, we uh, have basically 16 flavors out um, every day, so that's a rotating palette of things. We obviously have chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry because those are always our top sellers, regardless of... The fact that salted Oreo put us on the map, and now we have a salted peanut butter caramel. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about some of our other great flavors, Purple Cow. Um, yeah, Purple Cow and Space Junkie are two really big flavors that sell for us really well. Um, both are going to have a black raspberry base. The Purple Cow, which we actually featured in our Super Duper Big Man Scooper today, uh, is the black raspberry base with dark and white chocolate chips. Uh, Space Junkie, which we also offer as an ice cream cake for retail sale at the factory, is going to be a black raspberry base with homemade brownie pieces and a marshmallow swirl. Are Um, you a real person? Wow, I know. You look like you were made to do what you're doing right now. Uh, You love it. Yes. I didn't even realize until I started working for Little Man that my dream job is to sell ice cream. So I'm just in my happy place every day. Real quick, we've got to go to break, but same question for both of you. What's your favorite flavor? Right now, I would say it's probably the espresso fudge. We use local Ozo coffee, um, and we make our own coffee extract and add a fudge swirl. It's delicious. Okay, Basha, you're on the hot seat. Mine is lemon. Meringue. No, no, lemon lavender poppy sorbet. Yes. Ooh. That's great. Ooh. How, how come I when I was that. a kid, there were it was just it, the biggest variety is like the Neapolitan brand that your grandma had that was in yeah, strawberry, chocolate, <laughs> vanilla. I mean, what, and I, thirds. I mean, people couldn't think this up, but years ago, you know, to well, make. Well, that's back when people were really linear. Yeah, very, very conservative yeah. Yeah, upbringing. Right, said, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, come on. And then you got. We're in the Bible Belt. I think. I <laughs> come think, on now. I think it was, uh, you know, chocolate or it was um, the Oreo cookie is what you would get. 
you know. Fire. That was new. That, yeah, was, that was real. That was, yeah, yeah, that was. Like, that was but the, the space galaxy that they have now. That, I think that Rocky Road might have been the gateway. Oh, that was my father's oh, favorite. Yeah. Rocky Road. Yeah. Yeah. How about your favorites? I like sorbet um, more than I like ice cream, to be honest with you. I yeah. love, like, apple sorbet. I love fruit-forward sorbets. Yeah. Um, and I like blackberry, and I love like I, I love cherry ice cream. Yeah. And during Palisade Peach Ooh. season, which is kind of where we're at uh -huh, right now, yep. that's what I'm really, really looking forward to is Palisade Peach nice. ice cream. Um, yeah. There's a rumor that the Modern Eater may go do a show exclusively at Little oh. Man, which would be cool. Hopefully, you could join oh, us there yeah. for that. Um, do you do a green tea? We we have a matcha tea. Do we have a green tea as well. Uh, just the matcha, um, but we also use a local honey purveyor for our matcha honey flavor. It's actually exclusive to the location Old Town Churn in Fort Collins, but we use a local Iandol gel alfalfa honey um, for our matcha honey. It's also going to be one of our featured in one of our seasonal flavors for August, which is our honey almond. We also use that Iandol honey for our homemade uh, graham crackers. So that's really wow, great. They're too. doing it right. Yeah. I'm telling you. I little, love it. Little man ice cream. Go down to the new location. That is at well, go to Kipling and Col yeah. Col no, 40, Colfax. Uh, 4411 West Colfax, which is between okay. Tennyson and Utica. So even closer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, I grew up right around there. Awesome. Yeah. We talked about that yeah. a little bit. Our old stomping grounds. Mm -hmm. We'll be back in to see. I think everybody's going to want to go see it. I really appreciate mm -hmm. you gals' time. Thank you so much oh, for having so us. so cool. Thank all you right. for feeding all of us. I know the ice cream. <laughs> hey, Do a little ice pleasure. cream dance. <laughs> and I don't know you how you can say, that, what is it, the big man scooper? Super big duper big man scooper. How do you not say poop? Poop. I was just, oh, my God. You took, <laughs> I've been wanting to ask that for the past 15 minutes. You're like, it's not my show. I'm not going there. I'm not, it's food we're talking about. But every I'm not time you do that, I'm like, pooper, pooper, she's, she's pooper. Got it, it took yeah. a lot of mental Awareness. remembering, yeah. Yeah. I, for definitely the first two weeks, yeah. you wanted to call it that. Go so. go get you one. That's what I say. <laughs> I'm going down for the pooper. Absolutely delicious. <laughs> I mean, why not? So you know good. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Chef Brother Luck, he'll be on phone with us next on the Modern Eater Show. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. It's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 
11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips. Served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Hey, it's Chef Elon Wenzel, owner of Element Knife Company. If you cook, then you'll know the importance of a quality knife and proper care. My training in Japan exposed me to exceptional cutlery. That's why I am so excited to offer you the knives I fell in love with. Element Knife Company is chef-driven, and my goal is to support and educate. Get at me for a knife clinic or conversation. Find me at elementknife.com or by simply calling 303-460-4628. For the best knives in your kitchen, think Element Knife Company. Okay, we're heading to In the Kitchen momentarily here. And uh, brother, brother Luck, we're, we're on standby for him. He's in a busy kitchen, Brian. Sometimes stuff happens, man. This is live. Sometimes you've got to cook and you can't be on the show. Yeah. But we're hoping to catch up with Brother Luck because he's got a very important message that he wants to tell us all. Uh, but right now, Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions, it's that time of year, Brian, I'm saying it. You know, you limp through the summertime. You didn't, Don't limp through the summertime. You, 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 Don't make that excuse. Stop did, it. You did not have what you needed to be the expert griller or smoker in your backyard, and you weren't impressing your friends and your family or anybody else, but there's no reason why you should do that. You know why? Because you have partners. You have friends. They're local on 25th and Federal. It's Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Dan Casey, and you've got our these all the, the whole lineup. Frank Dominguez, Dan, Chris, Tony. These guys are going to make sure they answer all your needs. They're going to sell you anything that you want, or if you don't want anything at all, they're just going to make sure they're there for you. How much knowledge about barbecues do you think oh, they have? Good, more than you'll ever know. That's they'll, right. They'll That's forget right. more than you'll ever know. Or me. That's what I like to hear. Um, the authorities on it, go check out their website, ProudSoulsBBQ.com. ProudSoulsBBQ.com. I'd say sign up for a class. If you want to sharpen your game up, Brian. I do. I do. Then ProudSoulsBBQ.com. Click on classes. It'll show you their classes. We went to the rib class, Jay and I. I learned a lot. There were fun people there. Do you think it helped you? It was a great time. Yeah. Did you learn something to and, take away? Well, you know, because we have their green egg in the kitchen you watch us grill on. You also that watch yoder. us the, on that yoder. But these guys will give you equipment, but they're not going to leave you high and dry. They're going to tell you how to use it. ProudSoulsBBQ.com, that's your ticket. Or just drop by. It's 25th and Federal, Proud Souls. Feed me now. This is the Modern Eater Show. That's right, boy. I'm starving. And now it's time for In the Kitchen. How am I supposed to keep on feeding you? Kill people? Rock you by. Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Award-winning competition cooks and purveyors of specialty barbecue supplies right here in Denver, Colorado. ProudSoulsBBQ.com. Feed me all night long. All right, we may not be able to catch up with Brother Luck, but we sure will on uh, Tuesday night when he comes in Storm Studio Kitchen for a pop-up dinner summer dinner series and summerdinnerseries.com you can't come to this one but next year if you see brother luck's name pop up with the modern eater get your tickets quick because that's sold out in a matter of moments well i know wasn't it interesting when someone came on our website and said hey 
how can I get a ticket for Brother Luck? And you just wanted to say, you got to wait till next year. And by the way, plan sooner. You got to get it, get in here. And uh, what what's been your favorite? We're halfway through the summer dinner series. I it's like picking a kid, Brian. Which one's your favorite kid that you have? Oh, definitely always a firstborn man. <laughs> <laughs> Tovery, if you see that, don't don't let that go to your head. Yeah, son. you owe me something. <laughs> I don't know. Your daughter's adorable. Out. Oh, little her. Coco, she's a yeah, sweetheart. But oh, the, but Quinny. I mean, yeah. You're right. You're right. I mean, but there have been some dishes at this summer dinner series that I. Beyond. We I mean, we, we're out around, uh, we're, you know, we're shaking hands and kissing babies. I was the most Losing. surprised around Carly. I'll tell you. I thought her food just, I took, by the way, I had some leftovers the other night and I made some cauliflower and put her carrot, remember that carrot ginger soup that she made? Oh, man. With a little bit I, of pesto in it? I think we lost oh. Lori for the... Just <laughs> the ice cream. She's, she's like, she's, I'm out. She's 291 been, whiskey. consumed by the kitchen. Lori, I think we have 50 seconds left in this hour, but we are coming up on Dan Witherspoon. We are. Yeah. Momentarily. Yeah. Can you say, what are we about to eat? Do you know? It looks like the spicy, I think the, the bison meatballs. Right there in this cookbook that everybody needs to have. Yeah. The Italian sausage, braised fennel, peppers, and Roma tomatoes. Oh, I can't wait to show that off. That's going to be good. Chef it looks Dan delicious. Witherspoon. He's a great chef, and he does a lot for this community. If you haven't heard about him, you're going to catch his story up next, and we're going to use some delicious Rome sausage for this um, recipe, which is All the sausage is gone. He had a whole plate full. And it's already gone. And everybody picked it off. (laughs) We've got folks that are hungry. How much time do we have back there, Jared? I don't have a clock in front of me. Ten seconds. All right. Well, just perfect then. That's perfect. So Chris Johnson, Rome Sausage, and Chef Dan Witherspoon's coming up next. Stick around. Second hour will continue right here on the Modern Eater Show. How about a bite to eat? It's time for the second course, hour number two of the Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Hi, you better believe it. Here it is, hour number two of the Modern Eater Show, which I love. I yes, love indeed. hour number two. You, you kind of get in that zone. You get in the crease. Uh, Greg Hollenbach, Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, Dave Avery's gone tonight, Little Rich Snyder, of course, you've heard. All's well in the world as we uh, set sail on this second hour from Studio Kitchen, Colorado. We're in the middle of uh, week six of Summer Dinner Series, and can't wait to see Brother Luck in the kitchen cooking on Tuesday night. That'll be a treat. Uh, Chris, you'll be here, won't you? Tuesday uh, night? Ish. Ish. You'll ish. be here ish. Okay, that's the voice yeah, well, of Chris Johnson from Rome Sausage. Good to catch up with you again. Thanks, man. It's good to be here. Busy summer. Just blinks by. Oh, man. Just like that. Yeah, I mean, it's our busy season, and we've been just, you know, head down and just cranking. So it's And, and we're certainly blessed to, to have that kind of business. So, yeah, it's been good. We're also going to bring on right now Chef Dan Witherspoon. And uh, Chef Dan, you're a pillar of this community. You've been around. I'm not going to age you or anything, but you've been around <laughs> for a while. I'll welcome you to this. And I thought, hey, cool. Let's talk a little bit of ingredients we'll talk about. And then we're going to jump into your cookbook, which I've really been enjoying. It's so well done. Thank you. So I can't wait to talk about that. And then your backstory as well is so interesting. But if you'll indulge us first, let's talk about some delicious sausage, which is the, the center of the plate right now. One of my now. favorite subjects. Really? Oh, Do you like sausage? You like sausage? Yeah. All right. Where would you begin? Because I like to pair up chefs with delicious ingredients, especially local. I believe it's an obligation. If you find good, ingredi- uh, uh, good ingredients, people, or, or, or um, products, 
that come from a community and they're within something you can use. It's kind of your obligation yes. to take a look at that and say, you know, Highlight that's them. something Highlight I can them. use. I'm yep. just a big advocate of that. So when you start with ingredients, where, where would you start when it comes to sausage? I'm going to kind of let you take that interview role with Chris here. Well, I just want to start with the local market, uh, what's available. Even though we're a cooking school, uh, we don't buy wholesale. Uh, we want to be able to buy retail products that people are going to use in their homes. So we're not going to special order stuff in. We're not going to have things shipped from France or whatever. Um, so, you know, our biggest indulgence would be Costco. Uh, but typically we're shopping the markets. Uh, I'll be doing some farmer's market classes uh, coming up in the fall where we just go and buy what's there that day and use it. So we're so potentially this could be a partnership to where you look at each sure. other and, and you, you look at products and say, hey, this is something that we might be able to use. Well, and, and Greg, got l- his card. let me back up, guys, because I don't know if the listeners were able to understand. You actually have the Season Chef, which is a cooking school right. here in Denver. You, you is it how how does that work? Tell us about the season chef a little bit, Jan. Well, we've been here for 26 years. I'm actually the third owner, and we're the first school in Denver for home and recreational cooks. We don't do any professional programs or anything like that. So all we are trying to do, quite simply, is take the mystery out of cooking. That's nice. the nutshell version. We, you know, television makes it more complicated, and people just want access to mm-hmm. good food. So we show them how it can be done from technique perspective. A, B, how the techniques work. And then we do specialty classes that feature those things and feature regional cuisine. For instance, last night we just did a trip to South America and did a, did a couples class uh, featuring South American cuisine. So you brought something up, couples class. Do you yeah. do a series let, of classes? Let, let's dive into this. And yeah. Let's do sausage here real yeah. quick. Okay. Yeah, we <laughs> want to dive into sausage, that. big guy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, are, you, are you thinking about a class for you and Greg as yeah. a couple? I am, right? as a couple. Oh, yeah. we, we could you go will, together. Yeah. We, we, we're really good. Yeah. Just well, remember, I mean, we say a couple is two people. A couple of two people. There you go. Yes. <laughs> couple, couple of buds. A couple yep. of pals. Nothing weird just, about that. Just, at all. Just cooking it up. Uh, here, here's what I enjoy is, I, again, I go back to local. I mean, and that's what we do here, uh, Chef, is we do local ingredients, local people products. Um, but it's very important that when we look at local products that it has to stand up on its own, though. It has to be good. Yeah. And I like a story behind it. So when you're doing classes, and, and this is just the way I operate, is I like to be able to say, oh, and by the way, did you know? And you start talking about the ingredients, and that's mm-hmm. what we'll get into a little bit of your backstory. Mm-hmm. But I've fallen in love with this story. And just when I thought you were the most handsome man in the room, but right. then you had to bring this guy with you. I know. I It's and yeah. talking oh, about I thought you were pointing to talking me. about oh. family yeah, he business. Should have been. I was, I was, but the, but then I looked right past you, just like I am at the bar. When I was 20, I'd get the looks at the bar, and yeah. now they're looking right, that's right, <laughs> right over my shoulder, right. Uh, right. And it's uh, Ryan. Ryan, yep. Ryan, yep. nice to meet you. How do you tie into this sausage madness? So I'm Chris's brother-in-law, and uh, married his youngest sister. So uh, he asked me to come on and keep an eye on him, you know, take yeah, care of him. Keep running me closer kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. But not, not to take words out of your mouth, but Ryan uh, is the backbone of our operation day to day. He hand mixes the spices, he handles production and some distribution things, and he's a large part of, of what we do. And uh, we wouldn't be successful without him. So I wanted to you wow. know, bring him bring him on and show him some love. And that's and, recorded. You and know that, don't you? Yeah, it's probably going to come up at, at review time. Like, hey. Is he <laughs> but, you know, Ryan, Ryan's an awesome dude. He's a, he's a great husband to my sister and a, a great uh, father to his kids and does an awesome job for us. And we're just, I'm pleased to, and blessed to have family. him. Yeah, so. 
See, nice. that makes sausage, and you have delicious delicious sausage, but it makes it taste even better, too, yeah, and the, you when know, I hear something ab- like absolutely. that. Absolutely. We're, we're a family-owned, family-run business, and we like to you know take care of folks, and, and it makes stuff the right way, and I think it, it, it comes through in, in, in the product. Absolutely, it does. Now, you've had an opportunity, Chef, to be able to, and your benchmark. What's your benchmark when you're working with ingredients? Because, obviously, taste Mm-hmm. But what, where do you go with that to say, hey, I, I really like what I'm looking at here? Well, I like to think of that as a little more individual mm-hmm. rather than me telling people where to shop. Uh-huh. Um, because everybody's got their own ideas. My job is to say, this is how to cook it. Perfect example. Well, should I buy wild-caught or farm-raised salmon? Mm-hmm. And I say, I don't care. This is how you cook it. The money that you're going to spend is your decision. I know where there's some really great sausages, but this is how you cook them, whether you bought Farmer John or bought these. And then that'll empower you to make the better decision. So yeah. when you are going and buying local and getting things like that or buying the type of fish that you might be or the meats or whatever, you know how to cook them. Yeah. See, and that's why I think the discount, because, you know, great chef right there, novelty cook is what I am. But I let the meat stand on its own. I don't want to go too far outside. I'm going to let that. I'm going to say, hey, uh, Rome Sausage, I think I cooked it pretty darn good, but I'm going to let this product stand on its own. Yeah. And with, with the procedures of what you're doing there at your facility, uh, talk about that a little bit because I think it's remarkable. Yeah, so uh, we were just chatting with Little Rich in the break about <clears throat> the meatballs that we're doing now. And really, um, you know, everything we do is in a couple hundred pounds at a time. It's a real small batch scenario. We hand mix the spices. And when I say we, I mean... Ryan, right. hand mixes the spices. So it's a very hands-on, boutique, artisan-style product. And uh, we're able to control you know, the quality a little bit better than, say, the, the larger guys. And um, it's a soulful uh, effort we're putting forth every day. And, and like I said, I think that shines through in the product. You know, in the same way that Chef is teaching folks to honor ingredients and, and get it on the plate and, you know, uh, let things shine, we're doing the same thing just from a, you know, sausage factory standpoint mm-hmm. so so i i gotta address that because chef brother luck says that he's on the phone waiting chef if you can hear me do you mind if we call you back at 7:45 when distillery 291's on the air i think that'd be a hoot um see if he can do that if not we'll try and catch him at 7:32. but i, I want to stay focused on this as we can and again chef brother luck in the kitchen doing his thing at four by brother luck um we appreciate your time but we got to jump uh forward and ahead uh, so thank you very much. Rome Sausage, people ask me, and they say, well, you know, I, and I send them to your website right? if they'd like some, some sausage. Sure. Uh, what's the best way to really get in touch with you to have this sausage, whether you're a restaurant or just a home consumer? Yeah, there's a couple options. If you're a restaurant, we distribute via Shamrock and also direct. So give us a shout. We can, we can do that. And Ryan will bring it out because that's what we do. And um, you'll see his face instead of mine, which is probably more pleasing, I think, in some capacities. Um, and uh, as far as the home chefs, we do a little bit of um, kind of direct-to-consumer, but it's 99% food service. So yeah. that's where our, our bread is buttered, so to speak. I can't wait to taste this. Get after it. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We always thank you for your time. That's Chris Johnson. It's a hard guy to catch up with, but when we do, we love to uh, just show off your products because it's the best of my estimation. Appreciate that. All your sausage needs. It's Rome Sausage. You might think this is actually on, just so you know, that it is really hot back here. I'm not just sweating because I'm nervous to be around Ryan. (laughs) It's it's a lot, man, right? He's the eye candy of the operation for sure. (laughs) It's 
um, it's a pleasure to meet you. We saw you here a couple of days ago dropping off this sausage for the chef. And thank you so much for doing that, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Okay, uh, Spotlight on Chef Dan Witherspoon. That'll be next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale. Taste lavender tripel and the distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully source spices and herbs, enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, Look us up online at SojournerBeers.com, and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, you guys. Jay Parker here for Encore Energy. How much are you paying for your natural gas? Wouldn't you like to save 10 to 20% on your natural gas bill? Of course you would. You're not crazy. Encore Energy and Brian Rizzuto can do just that. Save you money. Give Brian a call, 720-245-5771. Maybe you own a restaurant or a brewery and use a ton of natural gas. This is how you save money. Get a free savings review from Brian Rizzuto and Encore Energy. Call Brian at 720-245-5771. Save 10 to 20% on your natural gas bill right now. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. My name's Chef Keegan Gerhart, owner of D-Bar, and you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Hey, Greg. All right, we're back right now. And uh, it's very cool to catch up with Chef Dan Witherspoon. And uh, what we're talking about, not the cooking school right at the moment, but we will touch back on that. But this book is so well done, Chef. And it's Mix, Match, Make, Take. And high energy food for high energy people. That's the important part of that title. I, I think, And I think you're right. But I also think that the title... I always look for titles as like, how do you capsulize whatever you're doing with the book or, or anything? What's the headline? Your headline fits exactly what this book is. And I'd like you to talk about that for a minute, Chef. Sure. Well, when we were putting the book together, we were thinking about people that were really active, mm-hmm. wanted to eat better. When you're active, you don't have time to cook every day. So, and when you want to be healthy, you've got to eat right, which is basically fresh food and whole sure. grains yeah um and but you want it to taste good so we compiled it in a way that all the flavors are healthy but delicious fresh vegetables fresh fruits fresh meats whole grains simple cooking techniques and the techniques are explained in the front of the book because i've been teaching cooking techniques for home and recreational cooks now for 20 years so i have a, a method i have a language that i like to speak that communicates well to the home cook 
But then once you start getting the recipes, you're like, well, wait a minute. You know, I really would have liked that pork chop with the brown rice. And it, the cookbook saying, do it. Mix and match the components so, any way you like. So, and, and you would think this, uh, you know, you're thinking, chef, this is a no But is it? Is it a no-brainer? Because truly, think about food waste, right? And a lot of people get onto a new dish, a new recipe the next night. If you're like me, you're cooking for one, maybe two if I'm lucky, you know, <laughs> type of thing. And, and you have some certain items that it, if you cook fresh, and I try to, and yeah. I, I'm one, I don't know if I'm an anomaly or not, but I shop daily, every other day. European shopping. Type of thing. Yeah. yeah, well, he's single. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, li- I like good ingredients, and I like to cook what, what I don't like anything really pre or, or prepared for me gotcha but something like this i'm gonna have something good left over from the night before i know that i am but a lot of times i move on to it's a new day it's a, and I'm, there i am at the market and i'm and that pork chop that you were just talking about mm-hmm. is talking to me right inside of my fridge going you're really gonna waste me because you want to move on <laughs> when i could prepare ahead of time to say you know what i don't need to do that and that's exactly what's so perfect about this cookbook right it's not called leftovers anymore. It's called overstock. overstock. Like that. So I'm making overstock. All right. Sounds so good. So I'm cooking once, and I'm eating two to three times. So if you're looking at the plate, you've got a, a pork dish. You've got some simple steamed carrots. You've got some simple braised lentils. Very simple things. Nice and healthy. A nice piece of pork chop. Clean, not necessarily lean, but clean. Okay? There's a little fat cap on there. It's all good. And then the flavor comes from the olive tapenade. That's a big, bright, beautiful flavor that's healthy. All the ingredients that are good for you. But it's amazing flavors because it's Mediterranean. It's hard to tell you this is good for you. Yeah. I know that might come as a surprise. Questions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you work around the protein? No. And yes, I work around the components. So the, the, the protein, for instance, I can put that topping on a piece of fish. I could put it on a chicken breast. I could put it with a steak. It'll work with any protein. So no, it's not focused around the pork. The pork chop isn't dependent on the tapenade. The tapenade is a versatile sauce. Yes. So all the sauces in the cookbook go with a wide variety of proteins. And That's you, the key. And then, as we talked about, there's instructions how to take your meal that you've made for four people, and you it may be just one or two, and then how to pack it and get it ready for the next day and eat it either cold with a little vinaigrette on there or hot, reheated, layered, and stacked and ready to go. So you've got the option of how you want to eat it the next day. Chef, if I'm if I'm hearing what you're saying, are, are you taking a couple bases and then saying, we're going to use these bases through a few yeah. dishes over the next couple days? Yeah. Is that, is that where, is is that that where you're coming from? And is that how the cookbook is laid out? So yeah. mix, match, make, take. That's the name of the cookbook, High Energy Food for High Energy People. Chef Dan Witherspoon here with us right now. And as you go through this cookbook, and I, again, I've looked at these recipes, and each one of them I go through, I go, man, I want to do that, I want to do this. <laughs> but there's certain things that you say are carryovers that you can match and match. Right. Yeah. Right. Not only that, we've got two uh, uh, table of contents in there. One is the way we built the dishes with the components, and every dish is built of components. So you have a recipe for an olive tapenade, and it's not pork dependent. It's its its own sauce. And then we have a second table of contents that lists all the proteins, lists all the vegetables, lists all the flavors, lists all the, the starches and, and foundations. It's great. This is so great. you can literally go to that front and go, you know, those things sound good. I wonder if I can put them together, and the answer is yeah. 
So what made you come some, up with this? Yeah, what was well, your inspiration? Yeah. Well, it started when I got diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. And I do train in martial arts. So uh, I work with Z Ultimate, and they have a bunch of dojos around the area. And my instructor said, hey, you know, I know you're up against it. You can't even have contact, but I'm still going to train you. So you're staying fit. But let's do a cookbook. He says, my instructors don't have time to eat. So they're getting fast food and all that stuff. I want them to be able to cook a couple times a week and have food travel with them. So yeah. they bring it and have it because they work 12 to 9. Sure. So that was the birth of the idea. Well, then we just got carried away, <laughs> you know, like cooking. So I took the restaurant concept of you build things in components and you have your components ready. Your dish comes yes. in for the order. I'm grabbing these different components yep. and bring them together on the plate. And the last thing I do is fire off the protein. But my sauce is already made. Maybe I got a, a little thing brown rice already cooked, maybe ready to go. It's in my steam table. I reheat a few vegetables that have been blanched off the, the, in the morning. And I pull your four or five components together on that plate, all of which are pre-prepared except firing off the protein. Yeah, and here's a great segue back to the cooking school because your experience with the cooking school as well as you talk about um, – not just being a cook, but being a home chef, having that chef element inside yeah. of you to where, and I'll let you talk about it, to where you have those skills to be able to do that, that it's going to make, it's going to be a little more apparent to you what kind of flavors you can mix and match. Yeah. Well, people really don't think of cooking the way they should because cooking is a craft, just like woodworking or playing a sport or any other hobby you might take up. You got to learn it and then you got to practice it. And the learning part is learning the techniques. The most important techniques are listed in the book. How to grill, how to saute, how to emulsify, how to taste and adjust seasoning. They're all listed up in the front. Then, with a little practice, come to a, couple, a class or two, which isn't expensive. Come and let us show you how the techniques work. Great website, by the way, and your calendar oh. is off the hook. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, really just that. no brainer. You can see what's going on there, and it's a really cool thing. What's the website again? I think Theseasonchef.com. Yeah, theseasonchef.com. Yeah. Tell me if this is not just the coup de grace to where you go in, you take a few classes and get those fundamentals down, and then you grab one of these cookbooks and you go home and you're like, oh, my God, I'm in the zone there you at go. this point in time. Yeah. Right? That's, that's a great way to look at yeah. it, being in the zone. Yeah. yeah. And then you practice a little bit. You understand how the techniques work. You own them, and now you start to mix and match them. Well, and where can you get the book, Chef? Yeah. You can get it anywhere. You can buy it right from our website. Um, it is available on Amazon. Mm -hmm. It is available as an e-book with all of the major outlets. Uh, so any place that sells e-books, like Kobo and you name it, we're on it. Uh, we're even the Walmart Kobo site. Oh, great. You so when you too. say ebooks, I can put it on my iPad and just flip through yeah. it right there. Yeah, half the people. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a coffee table book. I think Chef, so, too. It is, it's a beautiful book. So we're, Please, we're it, just getting gifts, it into the market. Yeah. You can buy it directly from us. We'll mail it right to you yeah. uh, at the Season Chef. You can come to the school and buy it, pick it up there, of course. Um, but um, we literally set it up so nationwide. If you went to any bookstore and said, I want to order this book, they'll have it brought in and shipped to you. Where it, is it, the Season Chef? Season Chef is in the Maysfair District of Denver, so we're Love just a little that. bit east and south of the corner of Colfax in Colorado. Mm -hmm. nice, nice old neighborhood, and we've been there for 26 years. 
Yeah, I'm a Denver boy, so I grew up. You know, I, yeah. I'm one of those guys. Albion, Ash, Birch, Bel Air, Cherry, Claremont, Dexter, Dahlia. I can go all the way up. To you, you got it's yeah. your ABCs. I'll spare that on you. A A B B C C D. And they're all some shrub or were a tree. And then you think of Colfax as 15th Avenue, and you work the numbers in the opposite directions, and you're all over. Yeah, you can get anywhere with that. It's so cool. And and I want to do more with you, and we're gonna have you back multiple times, and I think we'll do some long form stuff with you here during the week. But we have a gal that works with us on gut health. Her name's Carly Smith, the fairy gut mother. And she's one of those folks that, <laughs> just like you, you find something that that is with health-driven. And food is really the impotence of, of health-driven, of trying to get you back on track. She, through gut health, cured herself of Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. And you were able to bring into remission. You're not on any medications right now, from what I understand. No. And there was a term I coined, and I loved yours too. I'll, I'll let you share it. Is that I believe the responsibility in chefs these days, it goes beyond just serving a dish and how you can load it with whatever that the responsibility is. You're kind of a pharma chef. You are actually doing what the pharmaceuticals, you take those out of the equation and giving them great foods that are going to be able to give your body the nourishment that it needs to be able to heal. And that's exactly what you've done. Well, good fresh food is the foundation for any direction you want to go in terms of food as medicine. Mm -hmm. You got to know how to cook. And the biggest problem a lot of people have is they want to cook right, but they don't know how. So you get that step first. Then you, we actually do food as medicine class. We have a registered dietitian, so you want to do something anti-inflammatory, we do a class on how that works. Good stuff an, right there, insulin, man. Insulin manager. And I know more and more people that get better results in their healing process. Why don't people do more than that? I mean, you, you as a chef, and, and you can take this on and say, I'm going to show you how to have a, a, a low glycemic index throughout the day. I'm, I'm just going to teach you how not to spike your blood sugar throughout the days and be able to keep it through the proteins and the foods that you eat. Well, but, the big thing is it's what you don't eat. That's a and that of uh, the big ones, of course, are sugar mm-hmm. and gluten or the, you know. Yeah. I don't want to demonize them, but uh, well, everything. they can they can be problematic for Especially a lot of people. Especially when you pile them on. Yeah. yeah. And you're talking about inflammation, not a lot of right. that Deep fried ice cream. There you go. Well, the right. problem is I think there's so much processed foods out there these days, and yeah. people don't realize most processed foods are high in sugar because that's what you, you know, high right. in sugar and salt. Right. It's those things that, that yeah. get you to eat them. I mean, chef, I, I congratulate you because you're a chef, an educator, a black belt. A philanthropist. Why can't I say that word? Philanthropist. Philanthropist? Yes. But yeah, a survivor. Not, you can't say it because I'm not that yet. And so. a survivor, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so, you know, kudos to you, chef. You're for the drum. Yeah. You, you are really living the dream. Yeah. Well, the big thing, and I want to pass this message on to everybody, is, you know, that I, I didn't create a cure for anything. Um, we can't cure ourselves necessarily with this, but we can support our process. And the more you can do things that you like, the things that you love about life, whether that's your relationship, your religion, your profession. I love my prof- I love teaching. I taught all the way through my cancer treatment. I took a, a month off to do the stem it cell transplant. It probably kept you going. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. it. So it kept me going, and it, and it fueled me, and it kept me going. So, you know, they're, they're looking at me going, eh, how'd you, you know, this is great. This is what we want. And I talked to my doctor. He says, you've got to do what you love. And you got to be a part of what you really like, and that's the biggest support you can do because everything else is out of your control. Yeah, we're catching You don't have control passion. over the yeah. chemo. You don't have control over. So do what you can. Control everything you can, and accept what you can control, and do the best you can, and it worked. Chef Daniel Witherspoon. There you go. 
thank you for coming out tonight. Sure. I, I can't tell you're a true inspiration to people. And a new friend of the yeah, show. Yeah, new friend of the show. Check out his cookbook. Yeah. Check out the seasoned chef. Super important. He's a survivor. He's a black belt. He's a teacher. Thank you. My pleasure, guys. Anytime. Thanks, Hope Chef. Hope to see you again soon. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Chef Dan Witherspoon right there, and he will come into the kitchen. We're going to go pay a visit, too, to the seasoned chef. Hope so. All right. We'll be back, and a, a new chef is on the horizon. I can't wait to talk to her. She's going to be coming up next, and then 745 is booze in the news, all the booze news you can use with Distillery 291, and Brother Luck's going to check in as well. That's the home stretch, and we'll be back in a flash from Studio Kitchen Colorado on the iHeart Network. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. There's nothing like meeting face-to-face. And there's nothing like Zoom to make that happen. Zoom lets you connect and do business across town or around the world. Zoom ties together all of your communication needs into one easy platform. For video conferencing, phone calls, group chat, webinars, and your conference rooms. Connect easily from anywhere. Your mobile phone, your laptop, or conference room. Zoom is how business gets done. Get your free account at zoom.com today. Meet happy with Zoom. This is Shell Rotella gas truck. This is truck oil. This is hunting, fishing, camping way off the grid oil. This is climbing mountains in the rain, snow, and mud oil. This is hauling the world's greatest tailgate party halfway across the country, oil. This is not top-down cruising to the corner store for cupcakes oil. This is Shell Rotella gas truck, just for your truck and SUV, oil. Find Shell Rotella gas truck at your local Advance Auto Parts today. Hey guys, Chris Johnson here, owner of Rome Sausage, your hyper-local source for all things sausage awesomeness. My family is proud to carry on the fine traditions of Rome's founder, Jerry Rome, by producing a variety of amazing sausage in small batches with an eye on quality, not quantity. Every batch is made here in the great state of Colorado by hand-mixing spices, utilizing lean cuts of pork to make an outstanding product. Sourcing ingredients and materials locally, we are committed to supporting local vendors, chefs, restaurants, and the entire Colorado food scene. Getting hungry yet? Brats, Italian, breakfast, hot Polish, green chili, chicken apple, and the world's best chorizo. You can source all of our sausage through a variety of food service distributors. If your distributor doesn't carry it, call us. We'll come direct. You want a custom item? We'll do that too. Samples, and of course, sausage jokes, can be had by contacting me directly at chris at romesausage.com or by phone at 303-296-7663. The Modern Eater loves Rome Sausage, and I know you will too. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose The Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com. Hey everyone, it's Colleen Ferreira with the Colorado Chefs Association. Are you ready to put your passion to work? Well, we train the future chefs of Colorado and we want you to join us. The Colorado Chefs Association is recruiting for our fall semester right now. Join our American Culinary Federation accredited cooking program. Work in a professional kitchen and get paid all while earning your sous chef certification. Email me at Colleen at ACFColoradoChefs.org. I'd love 
love to hear from you. Join our excitement and explore a new future. Okay, we're going to catch up with Chef Raquel Serber uh, here in just a minute, but I Chef Daniel Witherspoon, he just signed this cookbook for me, and this is going right on my coffee table, Brian. That's so nice. Cook well, eat well, and live well. I knew you'd never ask that for that, me, brother. That, that gave, and so I did that, man, because I love you, babe. Take a bow. You're like no. George Costanza. I bought you the big salad. <laughs> I bought you the big salad. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's you didn't have the, a, a plus beverage solutions, Jeff Rourke and A plus beverage solutions of another family owned and operated business, specialty tap installations, beer, wine, water, coffee, nitro, making tap dreams reality. Foam is money. You know that, Brian. Pouring inefficient beer. What are you doing, boys? You're, You're pouring, pouring your money down, down the drain. drain. Don't look tacky and pour your money down the drain. All you have to do, it's a phone call away. Jeff Rourke and A plus beverage solutions, 720. 272-3809. Did you write that down, Brian? No, but I'm going to get a pen. Give me one second. All right. I'll, I'll hold. But tell me about how great his beer is while I'm getting that pen. Well, he doesn't brew beer, but he, no, would, he, really, he would really like it to taste the cleans way the, the lines. He cleans the lines. He'll do it all for you. He'll make sure that your glycol system's perfect. He'll do it all. 720-272-3809. One more time. 720. I'm serious. If you're listening to me, there's so many people that call us up. Greg, hey, man, I need someone to come out and maintain my lines. We get reports from all over town when they're pouring foam. He's the guy. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Hey, this is Brother Luck from Colorado Springs. All right, you ready? (laughs) Owner of 4 by Brother Luck and Lucky Dumplings. I mean, he's he's a very, very impressive man. And you're rocking with the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. She's cool as a cucumber, and she's sitting right in front of us. Bring that mic right up to you just a little bit there. Yeah, there She you really right. is cool. You know, she's know. the only one in this kitchen not sweating. She's How does she do that? I know, and she's <laughs> in the kitchen. Her name is uh, Chef Raquel Serber, and uh, she's right now working at the Juniper Pig in the Stanley Marketplace, which I love the Juniper Pig. I always say, if you want your old-school butcher fix, Go into the Juniper Pig, and they've got all kinds of great options for you. But beyond that, she's a visionary and an entrepreneur. And Alita is your next project. Welcome to the show. Gracias. Good to see you. Thank you. Toda. Gracias. We'll do both languages. You can do it all. <laughs> Toda. What else yeah. do you know? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so her background is, Brian, and it's pretty interesting, is that she's got a lot of South American culture in her, too, in living. But then also she took a trip over to uh, the Mediterranean and you spent a stint in Israel as well, and you combined two foods together, and that's where she gave you both welcomes. Well, yeah, so the synopsis of that is, I was born to a Mexican woman and an older Jewish man who both passed away by the time I was seven. Who was it? (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I was adopted by an Israeli man who eventually, when I graduated college here at Johnson & Wales, we're from California, but I wanted to come to Denver. He said, "Come to." they decided all to move to Israel while I was in college. And he said, come over here to Israel. Let me teach you how to run a business. And I said, no. Nah. But I did. And it was. Good I for mean, you. Wow. I came back with a lot more tools than I left with. That's for sure. That's fantastic. Like a and female opening a business in the Middle East, you know. Well, that's a big, I mean. A Mexican that, business. Yeah, that's a big, big thing. I mean, you're taking something that no one even knows about. I mean, there's not really many Mexican food restaurants no. in Yeah, what in was there? No, so there are a lot of, so the tech industry in Israel is huge. So there's a lot of people who go to the U.S. 
you know, for extended amounts of time to do some, you know, tech work. So they come back with kind of like the Mexican flavor and they can't find it in Israel. So that was the niche that I followed. But you picked up a little Mediterranean flair along the way. Oh, my. I mean, that was from the moment he adopted me as a kid, you know, just watching him. He was a great cook. So I was always watching, always playing. Can I squeeze the lemons for you? You know, taking information. And same in Mexico as a kid, you know, the older ladies making the salsa. I, w- I, I would go out there and play with the kids, but I was in the kitchen a lot, just kind of like, hmm, this is what I think what's I want to do. What's the biggest, <laughs> in, in culture, what was the biggest food-wise? What was the biggest thing that was apparent to you? Mexico. Mexico, I mean. They would cook anything. Well, <laughs> right? I, I mean, think truly. the word Mexican in food is, is one and all. The word Mexican in family, I mean, it's so strong. It's just a day-to-day you know, love of taking, I mean, this is why so much of the money that is made here in America is sent to Latin American countries. I mean, people don't forget their families. I think a lot of people who would leave their families would be like, woo, but no, that, I mean, it's family, it's food, and it's cultures. Yeah, well, it's that Latin thing too. I mean, if, if a lot of people realize Latin was so ingrained in like food and family and love, I mean, everything you're speaking yeah. to right now. And that's that's what I find interesting because I wonder really how Israel played a part for you in that because that is so different. I mean, that's a culture where, you know, women are women didn't have rights. Women, women aren't like held up as they are in the Latin family so much right. there. And so it's really interesting what I you did. I would actually say women are much more respected in Israel just because Israel is like the only democracy in yeah. the Middle East mm-hmm. and it's very advanced. So, you know, I had to, some of my friends visit me from California and, you know, they're like, what is this Orange County? You know, if you go to a lot of the places, it's super developed, super modern. Uh, I would say more in Mexico kind of. Um, a little bit more shame of who you are, not wanting to teach the kids Spanish once they're in the United States because that's going to hold you back kind of deal. Interesting. Yeah, we could talk history and culture with you all day long, um, but I'm really interested in your new endeavor and your food, and I fell in love. I mean, and, and that's the thing with guys. We fall in love just right through the food, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and we fell in love with you through your food, and you cooked us something on Beercraft, which is a modern eater uh, network show on Monday, and what you cook on Monday? So on Monday, I went to a place here downtown that makes actual nixtamalized, like whole corn ground masa. And so it was that fresh masa. I made this really nice uh, bean paste, which I kind of used some Middle Eastern techniques, some French techniques to make this Mexican bean paste. And people taste it and they're like, this isn't regular bean paste because it's not. Uh, or bean sauce. Um, I made my kind of salsa that's brought me here, which is my dream, you know, to combine this salsa and hummus, which is super smoky because I char onions and I get that ash in there, which is kind of coming from my own traditions, from my, from my mom. So it's like I'm getting to know both of my parents who I lost so early through learning about oh, where they came man. from. That's fantastic. What did you cook tonight? So this is, I like to be just straight up with my mistakes too. So on my way here, I lost my tahini. Yeah. So I used goat cheese instead. So I made a goat cheese chipotle hummus. Uh, 
This is a really nice, it's almost like a skirt steak. I worked at the, I work at the Juniper Pig and I work with this great guy named Travis Stovall who goes around Colorado and works with small farms, small grass-fed farms who don't have the power to bring their meat mm. to market. He brings it for yeah. me. And so this is called actually chuck flat meat, which is not super sexy to say, but it's, it's the skirt steak, just a little bit fatter, lean, kind of those long striations. I uh, marinated it in mole and this really great marinade I made for three days. Uh, I put it here on the coals. Um, my salsa, I actually pickled some lemons and salt, which I, use, which I learned from some Moroccan people in Israel. Uh, and I combined it with my salsa because it really brightens things up. On, the, on these little uh, yellow cherry tomatoes, I did black sesame seeds and smoked sesame seeds, a little bit of cucumber, which is Israeli salad. That's tomato, cucumber, onion. Israeli salad, you eat it, and lemon and good olive oil and good salt. Wow. You eat it with everything. So just my memories, I'm bringing them into what I'm making. Lori Mitz, and she says, oh, that's so good. Yeah, that I know, she so already gave me compliments. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so this was over in the corner, and I, I was eyeing it. And I took one bite of it, and I couldn't, it's what you just said, I knew that there wasn't tahini in there, and I was wondering what it was, and it's the goat cheese. Yeah. I kid you not, when I say that is some of the best hummus I have ever had in my Stop entire it. life. No, I'm not kidding. I want to take wow. a vat of that home with me. <laughs> okay. She's she's already stored it over there, mm -hmm. so I can't pilfer it, but I, I, I would. I think we can wrap that. Well, what's your oh take though, Lori, on that? So I mean, did good. you hear? She's got yeah. hummus and. I I, I I have to say I've I've never heard of you, but just listening to you for the past five minutes, like I want to be your best friend. Can we do that? She's going to be back a lot more, but phenomenal. this new project that you have coming up, is it ready? Are you ready to start? doing things or are we going to have to have you back so i'm just warming up with you guys yeah. i want to get to know you want to want to feel this place so that when i come with my guns yeah. blazing like an israeli I soldier just, I did. chef server all right we'll see you more thank okay. you all right. she definitely uh, had fantastic. her guns blazing today all right two, i kid you not that hummus is spectacular <laughs> yes it is well two, done 291's coming is. up next we're going to have the boys and then i think brother luck's going to check in as well Lori mitzkin's going Lori mitzen's going to come down the home stretch with us uh one more segment left it went by quick brian it did it's booze in the news yep coming up next <laughs> on the modern eater show on iHeartRadio. choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a Le Cordon Blue Train chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics, 
and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. Hey, Colorado chefs. Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure Sure, you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you too want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper local, Colorado grown, cold pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Now it's time for the Modern Eaters Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Okay, that's it. Booze in the news. All the booze news you can use, and we're going to cover a lot of ground in this segment. Lori Midsick continues here with a whiskey. 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 That's right, and uh, none better All than about the whiskey. Distillery 291 here with us, and uh, Philip Raleigh. Thank and you. Myers. Thank Good you. Good to see you, Good and I think we have Brother Luck on the phone. Brother? Brother? Yeah, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. There, hey, in the kitchen. Hey, brother, uh, sorry we missed you last hour, man. I know you're working hard down there. And I did want to uh, riff a little bit about what you're up to this week, but I'm like, how do I do this in a booze in the news segment, which not may not be the best time. So we're going to do some long-form <laughs> stuff on that when you get down here on Tuesday night for your dinner, if you don't mind. No, that sounds great. Absolutely. That's, that's fantastic. So it, the relationship here is kind of a Colorado Springs all-in-the-house um, Mark Whistler just walked in. Sorry, I got distracted. All in the house with Colorado Springs. We've got a brewery coming in from Colorado Springs. What's the brewery's name? Yeah, Brass Brewing. Coming in. Uh, yep, they're, they're right next door to, to my restaurant, Lucky Dumpling. We love their stuff. Distillery 291 is going to be here with their delicious. Uh, what are you guys bringing? Well, I got to talk to brother, and I'm going to try to do a little cocktail that would reflect his menu. Uh, Can I, we do that right here, right now? Yeah, talk, sure. Have that talk? Brother, right, where does that begin? What's what's your favorite ingredient that you're uh, making? Um, do you know no, your menu off the top of your head, brother? He yeah, said, right. he said, what do you guys have? I'll just cook that. <laughs> He's like, I don't yeah, know. No, I was on I'm Top a, Chef, and I had to think on the, the fly. Um, the, uh, the first course is uh, it's stone fruit. So uh, oh. it's, uh, it's apricot ricotta with, yeah. with uh, some compressed. Uh, cherries and plums and nectarines. Uh, so I think that's a really good, uh, really good lead-in to to some 291. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So like our rye or something, you know. Yep. Make a nice sugar maceration with some some of those fruits and play with some plum bitters and black walnut bitters. I think we can make it work. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Brother, continue on. Well, you've got a very. I should get your menu in front of me. Actually, I have it right here. You probably you have it memorized though, don't you, brother? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the next course we're going to do is uh, kind of a, a twist off of something I grew up eating, uh, my wife and I both, uh, chorizo and eggs. We're going to do a chorizo and egg dumpling. So we're going to use the, uh, I believe, the polidori sausage, if I'm not mistaken. No, uh, no, 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 you're, you're doing rabbit, aren't you? Me. 
No, you're doing oh, Rome's uh, Rome sausage uh, chorizo oh, you, you, and then you uh, rabbit the from so uh, Jefferson Farms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do a chorizo uh, dumpling, um, which I think would be really fun. Steam dumpling, shumai style with uh, with a hollandaise to represent the egg. Uh, we've got the rabbit empanada, so we're going to use some of that local Colorado rabbit. Um, we're going to braise that down, work that in with some green chili, turn that into a nice pastry, and do a, a rabbit empanada with cilantro chimichurri. And then uh, there's a beef cheek course. Uh, so we're going to braise uh, some beef cheek off in uh, red wine and roasted vegetables and tomato. Um, so that would be a really pretty course. And then uh, we're going to finish off with uh, with our version of the s'more, the four s'more. So... Um, yeah, you're gonna see some, some some different types of meringue, some nice chocolates. It'll it'll be a really fun fun course to Phil, kind of bridge it all together. Phillips lit up here. You got some ideas? <laughs> it sounds like two nine one's gonna go really great with <laughs> really this, well this meal. Really well with all of it. Sold out <laughs> dinner. You can't come if you don't have tickets. Lori, you could probably come if you want to come. <laughs> Lori's my new friend. She might want to come. <laughs> Lori Midson's here. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, he's my kicker. We're gonna both wear boots. Yeah, Lori's <laughs> yeah. interviewed Watch you out. before, brother. I don't know if you uh, remember. I'm sure you do. Lori Midson. I used to cover. I, I write for Visit Denver, and I used to write about you all the time when you were on Top Chef. And I made a lot of luck jokes and puns like everybody like but, everybody but no luck's given on tuesday night right brother absolutely i'm so excited to just be able to showcase and you know get to get to hang out with some of our denver fans you know i we're I love super excited to have you come, about this, come to denver uh, no it, it's great you know I, I i love cooking up there and and you know i get to cook with with family so it's uh, it's special truly will be a family night okay brother you do the interview interview role here real quick 291 what do you want to ask him um <laughs> are you staying in colorado springs or not good question brother oh good question <laughs> uh the plan is to stay in colorado springs we're looking for a oh. special size building and um you know we're looking at 25,000 square feet and um We've got a couple of places that I really like, but I don't want to talk about them yet because nothing's signed, sealed, or delivered. And um, hopefully next year we will be in a new space. Do another one, brother. <laughs> oh, I good. love it. I love it. You know, I, I, I don't <laughs> want them to go anywhere. I love them too much. Um, okay. No, no. Colorado Springs supports us so much. I couldn't go somewhere else. It would be really hard. All right, no more questions, brother. We have to try this uh, delicious <laughs> rye whiskey that We're we have in front of Brother, I, I we'll had, see you Tuesday night. We love one, you so much. <laughs> so, see you so, Tuesday night, brother. So, have a good so Sunday. Guy's my favorite. What's his favorite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming out. Chef Brother Luck, four by Brother Luck, and Lucky Dumpling in Colorado Springs. What are we trying here real quick as we go out? So I made a 291 Colorado rye whiskey single barrel old-fashioned very classic, uh, raw sugar, simple syrup, a uh, little bit of bitters, a little lemon, and a Luxardo cherry. Um, and it complements Michael's whiskey, his flagship, like nothing else. Yep. Delicious. It you is guys, delicious. You guys are absolute stars, and I love Thank what you, you guys so do. We love and what you do. We'll see them here on Tuesday night for Brother Lux dinner. Uh, all's well in the world, and we have to thank Lori Midson and the whole cast of crew thank who showed you up here tonight. Thank you very much for having me. So cool. And thank Chef you, Dan everyone. Witherspoon. Okay, we'll see you back here next Saturday night for another show. Live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, you're listening to the Modern 